0: Welcome to the Music of America podcast, where every week we visit a different state in America and meet a different guest in the music industry. Every day, Monday through Friday, we begin in Alabama and we end in Wyoming. I'm your host, Tom Pollard. Let's talk music here on the Music of America. And the Music of America podcast continues. We're sort of in Parker, Colorado, but we're also kind of all over the place. And I'll explain that to you in a little bit when we talk with Adam Creech and Atomic Experience. We're going to be with them, and we're also going to be with Jim Lee from FlashJam.com. want to talk to you about a recording company up in Milliken, Colorado, though, B-Normous Productions. They've been producing and recording music and videos for over 20 years. After years as a performer, the owner, Van Vierhoven, decided to get back to that which he loves most, and that's production. After tutelage under Jordan Valeria, he opened up his own place in Millican with high-end instruments, high-end tools. They're all on hand to make you sound as complete and full as you need to. He wants you to sound as good as your favorite records. One goal in mind, and that's for you to sound as professional as possible. So go make some records. Go make some videos. Be Normus Productions. They're on Facebook, and you can also find them at bnormusproductions.com. This is kind of exciting. I get asked this a lot. Well, Tom, we're just a cover band. You take cover bands. i like, well, yeah, the Rolling Stones were a cover band when they got started, you know? So, yes, we take cover bands on this show. And uh, then, Adam, you reached out to me through this organization that Jim Lee put together. So why don't I introduce you, you introduce the band, and then introduce Jim, and then we'll talk to Jim about how you guys all came together. How's that?
1: That sounds great. Yes.
0: So with us today in the studio, for example, let's let's start with that, okay? And Adam, we'll start with you. All You're right. Adam Creech. Yes, my name is Adam Creech.
1: That's uh, A-T-O-M, Adam. Next to me here is we have Jorge Angelini, um, and he is our bass player and vocalist. Uh, also plays uh, Spanish guitar as well.
0: Where are
2: you from, Jorge? I'm from Panama City, Panama.
0: Uh, now, this is audio only, so people can't see the screen layout, so I'm just going to call him out uh, to my right. Frenchie.
3: Hey, um yeah, I'm Frenchie, going by Frenchie because honestly my my first name is unpronounceable in the United States. It's Laurent. Um, yeah, I grew up in a little 1,000 people town, um countryside of France. Uh, moved to the United States in 2006 and then uh less than a year ago met with Adam and then got introduced to Flash Jam and then met A lot of excellent musicians. We connected with Jorge, whom I've I've known for six or seven years. Oh, wow. Unbeknownst to me, we got back together as friends and as musicians um, just through Flash Jam. So, Adam, beneath you, Uh, beneath me, we have Steve
1: Bonzo.
0: And he's he's not beneath you, it's just positioned that way. Oh, right, right, right.
1: (laughs) In, In the screen, I'm so sorry. Yes. On the Zoom screen, he is there in that
0: position right and that is who again so we call him the bonds
1: the bonds and like, he is our lead vocalist and drummer and rhythm guitar
4: and what have you we all do several things so so it's,
0: it's the bonds it's not bonzo
4: no that's already been taken that that uh <laughs> apparently there's this guy named john who played for led zeppelin who got that so i wasn't gonna step on that um yeah my name's steve bonds and um I'm originally from Connecticut. Uh, I live in Colorado now uh, uh, in the band. I, I play, I, I sing, I play the drums, rhythm, guitar, uh, percussion, kind of whatever is needed, which I think is uh, really important to know about our band is that we kind of have like a next man up mentality and everybody chips in. Um, so uh, that's kind of the a role I try to play.
0: That's really cool. That's cool that the whole band does this, and we'll address that in a minute, but we've got one more to get in here, and that's Mike Sudam. Right, Mike? Yeah, yeah.
5: Uh, I'm, Mike. I'm Mike Sudam. I'm originally from Montana. I've lived in Denver for a long time. Yeah, I play guitar. I play bass. I can do some percussion. I can probably even play some drums. I just haven't tried yet, but I'm willing to do it. We're probably going to try that out eventually in the band, and I sing some.
0: And I guess we wrap this up. Adam, introduce us to Jim Lee, and let's talk about how you guys um, all met.
1: Uh, Well, we also have two other members of the band, uh, if I could just... Oh, I'm
0: sorry. Right. You're right. You're right.
1: So we have also, uh, not with us on the Zoom, but we have Tracy Detmer, uh, and uh, she is our female lead vocalist. uh, She goes by Sweet Tea. Um, And then we have Paul Martineau, and uh, he is our... uh, He's a lead guitarist in Keys, He's also uh, the uh, oldest member of the band at seventy-three. Wow! Uh, Yes, uh, he's been playing since mid-sixties, so he 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 knows the old songs. But you know, before he knew before we did. So (laughs) (laughs) he's quite the gentleman.
0: How did you guys all get together? How did you guys all meet?
1: We met through uh, a gentleman named Jim Lee. Uh, I answered an ad on Next Door. It was called the Barn Jam. And, uh, so we met up in his barn and, uh, started jamming with a few people to see who would show up for this thing or who, you know, he had the concept of flash jam in mind. And so we started showing up and jamming. I went on wildfires, uh, to go fight wildfires and to come back when I came back the next year, there was an email that said, Hey, uh, there's a thing called flash jam. So we signed up and we went and, uh, we all met there at the Flash Jam. Uh, and actually, uh, Jorge and I and uh, my lead guitarist, Paul, we were actually on the very first song that won the very first Flash Jam com- competition. And uh, we get to do that again September 13th coming up in the finals. I mean, sorry, August 13th at the, the finals. The, fi- the for, finale,
2: yeah.
0: For the season one Flash Jam finales. Jim, tell us, what is Flash Jam?
6: Flash Jam's a. It's a collaborative way for musicians to come together. It's a platform where musicians come together and identify songs that they want to play on. And they may or may not know each other, but they sign up to play on these songs. And then they come together and do what we call flash jamming, where uh, you get up on stage and uh, you play popular songs with other people and you um, make friends. And there's been a whole kind of a community that's risen up around it. And, um, you know, a few hundred musicians in Denver, Colorado, in the, in the Springs, Colorado Springs, mm-hmm. are sort of uh, uh, this community has risen up and everybody's getting to know each other and becoming fast friends and jamming together and having a great time.
0: So this is all done live. This is not done. Uh, all
6: live. Yes. And um, um, what it's am it's I thinking time. remotely?
0: Like not, La- Laurent is not in France getting up and jamming with Jorge, who's in Panama right, right. Yes, we are
1: there. At the same place, at the same time. And, uh, yeah. Sometimes
2: uh, there's new musicians and you don't know what it's going to be. You know, it could be a master or a disaster, but it's, it's beautiful because it's music life. Yes, Steve. Steve. So, yeah, if I could just tell a bit,
4: a bit about my experience, I got an email from Jim that said, Hey, you want to come out to this thing? And I, you know, I had no idea really who this guy was or whatever, but, uh, I'm like, all right, so I'll I'll give this a try and get this spreadsheet with all these songs that, that they're going to play that month, you know? And so I signed up drums for this one, guitar for this one, vocals on this vocals on that. And, you know, you practice for a week or two by yourself, make sure you know the song. And then, uh, got up on stage and i'd never met any of these people i played five songs with these people i'd never met before we did pretty you know did pretty well i think i i think in during that first time i think one group was like hey let's have a rehearsal before and so i got to meet them before that but most of the people i'd never met before it, it's super super fun which is which uh, it puts it above like um uh, uh, an open mic and and like an open jam. Like with open jam, it's just like some guy knows some songs and then you got to get up there and have the, the the wherewithal to just play along with whatever he knows. And yeah. this is really cool because the, you know what you're going to play and you get a chance to prepare and get up there. And yeah, it's a jam, but at the same time, you're prepared for it. It's not just you know some random thing that you try to get and do. And it, it is absolutely super fun and like they said it's a great community as well
0: mike as a lead guitarist do you bring a set of tools that you know like your tricks and your 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 set riffs that you play and incorporate them or do you actually look at the song and say oh we're doing jump by van halen i gotta learn how eddie does this particular part or do you actually learn the part or you just bring in like your own tools
7: uh
5: a little of yes uh sometimes you learn, it depends on this: what you're playing and what you can pick up and how fast you can pick it up. Sometimes I learn, I try to learn everything verbatim. Sometimes you you, you learn the key, learn the scales and just play around it. Yeah, so it's kind of like that. It's just kind of, it's a, it depends on the song and depends on what you can pick up when you do it. I
0: mean, because some, some lead guitarists will only play a song as, uh, play the lead of a song as it was recorded yeah. on the most right. famous recording. But in a situation like this, it seems like there's more uh, opportunity to have more free expression.
5: Well, I agree. I agree. There's lots of ways to play it. And and sometimes playing with the box a little bit by not just playing exactly like it was recorded gives you a chance to do some, you know, learn new stuff and try new stuff.
3: Yeah. Frenchy? So, yeah, I think that there's two schools I and mean, some songs you want to try and really give it a tribute. Um, I know that. I personally like to get get away a little bit from the original as much as I can. I know mm-hmm. that what I hear the most in the band when we rehearse is Frenchy, not everything has to be ska or metal. <laughs> but, but yeah, this is, you know, we sound this is how we end up sounding quite differently and Flesh Jam was an amazing opportunity. I mean, I had a band when I was 20. That was over 20 years ago. And then I came here, didn't know anyone. Um, didn't know any musician. I have a job, I have a kid. So you don't get time for, you know, meeting people, rehearsals, all mm-hmm. that, all, all that thing, finding gigs, finding places. Well, Flash Jam does that for you. And so I met Adam, we were manning a car show for our car club. And then he's like, hey, you should, you play music, you should come and check out a Flash Jam. So last year, October, I think it's the second one, uh, October, I just go there. I fall in love with the concept. And I've told that to Jim hundreds of times. I love the concept of Flash Jam because it is creating a community. It is providing a platform for people who otherwise would not have this opportunity. Last Saturday, we had an amazing group of kids that came up. A 14-year-old guitar player, a 12-year-old guitar player, and a 14-year-old singer. They crushed it. Wow! To get an opportunity like that, so same thing for me. It took twenty years for me to come down. I think actually my first song was with Steve. Was it Sweet Home? Um, no, it was not Sweet Home Alabama. It was the it was a quite difficult song. I can't remember which one it is because with Counting so- Crows, Counting Crows, yeah, yeah, yeah. That was me, me uh, and Mrs. Jones. That was really really oh. fun. Oh, that's a fun song. <laughs> yeah, and so. You know, I think for me, I'm open to everything. I think that if you can get away as much as possible, I mean, we did sweet dreams, mm-hmm. but we did a ska version of it. That was at a flash jam, so you know, it's it's very a great opportunity to let it loose and and get to get on stage. You have a host band that brings all the amplifiers. There's a drum set here, so you take your guitar, you take your pedals, if you want, and then you come in and you step up.
0: Make you sure you're plug in that. and play, right? No. Or hey, what's your connection with uh Laurent?
2: In the past, I used to have uh parties in my house, and I've been playing music since I was like eight years old, uh Spanish guitar, learn it at uh, eight year eight years old. Then I started uh growing and meeting people, musicians around me. I love metal. Uh my first band was Kiss, then Iron Maiden. And then uh, I love metal, so I used to play Black Sabbath, and people were like, what, you play that? And just by ear, there was no YouTube so that you can learn keys or nothing. You have to learn by ear each song, mm-hmm. and we will play everything by ear and figure out chords by ear, Right. And I met Lauren one day and I'm like, oh, you play guitar. Let's get together. And I had a party here. I, w- I think it was a, a party from my uh, office and I knew a drummer. I, I play bass. I play guitar, too. So we got together and we did a party here and we actually play with musicians that we never played before together. So wow. it was kind of like a flash jam. I love the concept of live karaoke. I always wanted to do like a book with with uh, with songs that I know. And we as a band, we pass a portfolio with songs and people will come and sing those yeah. songs. Yeah. It's kind of a question, but it's a, a live karaoke. I, I was mm-hmm. having, a imagine a live karaoke. And, and since that day, uh, I didn't connect with Lorraine after that, maybe two, three years. And then Autumn... Said, hey, I met a best bass player at Flash Jam. You should meet him. I was going to sign for, for bass, but after I, I listened to that guy, I'm like, I don't want to be the bass player. <laughs> and Lorenz, like, oh, bring him. Bring him in, and when he brought Lorena, I'm like, Oh, I know Franchi Come on, that's <laughs> so funny. It was, was
1: coming to was find beautiful. out they knew each other before. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I said, This is blah, blah, blah. And it, you know, yeah, so yeah, yeah. And so I was like, I can play bass. Yes. And then I heard Jorge, and I was like, Nope, I yep. can't play bass like yeah. that. So right. that's why he's <laughs> now my bass player. So, it- <laughs> yes,
7: thank you. Thank you.
0: Yes. yes. So on the podcast, we play music and we're playing covers today because you're a cover band concept. It's not just you a cover band, but it's you're a cover band as Adam experience, right? But it's a um, cover band concept through Jim Lee's flash jam, right? Cause it's, it's all cover bands, right? They're yeah, not coming out. Yeah. Yes. Yeah, right. yeah. um, so the first song we're going to hear is fortunate son. And I wanted to know out of all the songs, how that one got picked or is that one that you guys have played all you've all played on that together on more than one occasion. So you're comfortable with that or
1: we picked that one because, uh, on the other songs, uh, you know, we, 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 we try to showcase everybody in the band and everybody's talents. Uh So we switch off, we change off, Steve and I'll change drums and singing. And, you know, and, you know, each set, what have you. Um, and that came about because we had to do fortunate son and, um, with four people instead of seven. And, uh, the, you know, we, we usually have, you know, Tracy sing it as well, because, you know, it's not many times you hear a, a, a female singing CCR. So right. um, we liked uh, her tone of her voice and how she does it. So we put her up there.
0: That's the song we're going to do right now. So my question now is, uh, was this recorded at, um, at flash jam or is this recorded in your studio in the basement or.
1: This was actually recorded, uh, at Paul, uh, No, at uh, Jorge's house uh, in the basement. Gotcha. And uh, yes, yes.
0: Okay. So we are in Parker, Colorado with uh, Adam Creech and the Atomic Experience and this song, their version of Fortunate Son. Fortunate son with the Atomic Experience, Adam Creech and Company, and uh, Jim Lee. We're going to talk to you a little bit more about Flash Jam after I talk to you guys about a litter box. I don't like cats. I do not like cats. I've had cats. I do not like cats, but now maybe I would be able to like them again. Kitty's Litter Box, it's a new innovation. In litter boxes, it takes away a lot of what I hated most about cats, and that's cleaning the litter box. Kitty's litter box is a completely biodegradable litter system that eliminates the hassle of cleaning out the litter box and the liner and all of that mess. Okay. It's real simple. You open it after kitty has done their business for maybe you know 30 days or so, you close the box and you throw it away. None of the extra cleaning in the litter box, none of the scraping, none of the nastiness that I hated so much about it. Kitty's Litter Box makes the ease of cleaning the litter box by eliminating the need to clean it. You just throw it away. So if you love cats, you'll love your cat even more now with Kitty's Litter Box. Available at kittieslitterbox.com, all lowercase, kittieslitterbox.com. It's perfect. So we're with the Atomic Experience. And you guys all came together through the idea of Jim Lee and Flash Jam. We talked a little bit about in the last section. Jim, let's let's elaborate on that a little bit more because it's a really cool idea. Are you just in Colorado? Are you expanding? Are you around the world? Are you around the country? And uh, tell us, where the, I guess, the, the evolution of your concept and where you're going with this. Uh,
6: the evolution was um, I had been wanting to get into a band and I saw this band playing and I put a, uh, put an ad on Craigslist as a drummer. I'm a drummer and a singer. And they called me up and said, can you, can you audition for this position? And I was excited because I knew the band and I was very excited to play with them. And then I didn't hear from them for a long time. And I was kind of left wondering what was going on. Well, they contacted me and said, we want to audition you at the Grizzly Rose, um, which is a very popular, uh, bar here in town and a lot of people go there hundreds of people and they auditioned me live one night in front of a in front of a book or you know a very full bar everybody was dancing and I'd never played with them before and um I didn't even know what songs we were going to play you know wow. so I off of a list he just sent me the entire set list and I was only playing four or five songs as an audition and I had to pick them myself out of 50 or 60 songs I didn't know which songs he wanted me to play, so I showed up at the Grizzly Rose and I said, "You know, here's the five songs I worked on, because I I didn't get a chance to talk with you about it." And anyway, he brought me on stage, and and the like I said the dance floor was packed, and I played four or five songs with them, and um and I ended up getting into the band after that. But I walked off stage like I was on a cloud. Uh-huh. I felt like I you know, like just I didn't know what had happened. It was so amazing to me to have gotten on stage and ne- didn't even know these people never played with them before. And the songs yet went flawlessly. Cause you know, I just realized, you know, if you know the song, you can get up there and play with these guys and, and that, and I walked off stage thinking I have to do that again. <laughs> <laughs> That's kind of how I thought, how can I involve other people and make this happen? Not just for one musician, but all musicians in a band at the same time. So kind, of like kind of like
0: share the experience that you have, give them the opportunity to have that same shared experience. Exactly. Yeah. yeah. That's cool. That's clever. It's clever as hell. So you. you're just there in Colorado though? Or are you in other markets?
6: Uh, we're in uh, Denver, Colorado and then Colorado Springs and we're working on an aggressive expansion. This year has been an experiment on exactly how will flash jam run and exactly what it is. And I've let these fine musicians help me define what that is and what direction it is. And so now we all know what we're doing collectively together. And, um, and so now it's time to expand it. And I want this thing to be global and that's my intention. So just, I think it'll work in any language, any town. And so we're building the model here and we want, and we want to, uh, uh, we want to expand it around the globe. Would you franchise,
0: uh, like, would you like, uh, would you actually franchise this? Like say you can buy into our franchise there's got to be a way for you to monetize this or are you just doing yeah, it for the- Probably a subscription model. Okay. And yeah. what would that what would that be like?
6: Uh through an app. You know, uh-huh. the venues would would uh subscribe to the app and then individuals would download the app and then everybody would synergize through the app. The the venues would uh put their shows up and then the song list and then the musicians would join through the app. Gotcha. But I, you know, right right now, we're not planning to charge the musicians. It's going to be a venue thing.
0: Mm-hmm. So. Will Will there be a way that this monetizes eventually to where the artists are monetized as well?
6: That's a great question, and yes, it is. I call it performance pay, and that is down the road. Once we get the show built, the winning musicians, you know, at the grand finale and things like that, will be mm-hmm. compensated for you know, what they have brought to the show throughout the year and at the grand finale. So, yeah, I haven't talked a lot about that yet. I've got some, a lot of plans for this, but that's, that's one of them.
0: So Jorge, you brought up the grand finale too. So there, there are stages along this, uh, uh, Jim, I guess, steps along the way, like you just show up and perform, but if you do well,
2: then you get invited back or what, what is that exactly? Correct. Correct. Like if every month there's 20 songs, right? Uh, It could be two shows in a month, maybe three, Uh, in different places. And if uh, top three from 20 songs, the audience will vote through an app. Uh They'll scan the the QR code, it'll take you to an app, and then the audience vote for the best performed song of the night. And uh, and first place, second place, and third place, will have a chance to play again in the next flash jam in another location with the same musicians that won that song. So on the 13th, there's going to be 20 songs, all the winners, winners. all the winners from uh, when Flash Jam started in September last year. So uh, all the winners are going to be performed that day on the 13th at the wide uh, open saloon in Sedalia, Colorado. And the stage is going to be outdoors. Beautiful stage. An amazing sound. There's gonna be a lot of motorcycles there, right? Uh-huh. And that's how <laughs> that's how we play. It. We gotta play on top of
6: the, <laughs>
2: you know, they like the full
6: throttles, full throttles.
2: Yes, and it's gonna be incredible. And by the way, Jim, I don't know if Jim said it. I I I also do graphic design, and I'm the one that create the logo for Flash Jam. so oh, I, cool. I feel so yeah. honored. Of creating that logo for Flash Jam,
6: keeping uh, it in the family. There Hell
2: you go, yeah. Bonds.
0: I was going to ask you, but uh, go ahead. You hit something you wanted to add, I guess.
2: So, I, I, if I'm not
4: mistaken, um, this band actually is formed out of a winning Flash Jam. So, mm-hmm. a group of people won, and then you know the next month you get to come back. So then they got together again, and then played again. And so, as it, it, it actually, the whole thing formed because. Um, because they won, they ended up playing together again, and then it sort of kept going that way, and it was like, well, we can make something bigger than this. Uh, Adam might want to address that, because he's the band.
0: Well, it's, I was going to say, it's this manifestation plus two, right? But there's another band that, Adam, you also performed with, I guess, and there's another band maybe that Mike may have performed with or Laurent may have performed with, because you can yeah. do a couple of bands. So these guys did this song the best, so this became this band and then you got the name atomic experience is that accurate
1: well not yeah kind it's of close. uh
0: right. you know uh Jim had uh, asked me ask uh, to
1: um we were going to perform a raging 80s series uh for the flash yeah. jam we have a rock and country a classic rock raging 80s um and we were doing that at a place called Herman's Hideaway on South Broadway here in Denver big venue nice you know well known venue um, and, uh, so he says, uh, we need a host Bane, Would you, you know, like to, I said, I can probably throw some people together, uh, to host this thing. Um, and, you know, so, you know, I looked back and you know since September I'd been, you know, checking people out and I was like, okay, you, 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 and fortunately they all said yes. So,
7: <laughs>
1: um, and so we hosted the thing. I said, we only need six songs. We only need six songs, three at the beginning, three at the end. That's it. And then the next one, we play five because of the winners. Then we play four, then three. And sooner or later it'll dissolve into where, yeah, you're the host band, but you just basically provide the equipment, sit back and uh, fill in when people don't show up. Because if people <laughs> don't show up, you have to jump up and fill in the park where right. somebody in the crowd does. Yeah. And they always do. And that's another thing is, just jump out of the crowd and and do it. And you don't, you don't even know what's going on, but you know, so, um, I formed it as a host band only. We played Herman's did the six songs. Uh, the next time I said, well, uh, we got to do the next one. And, um, so I guess it was Laurent and Jorge. Like, why don't we just, why don't we just make a band and, and keep the band? So we actually said, okay. And then, uh, we play so a the the, the first the first name uh, first Our first name was actually Atomic 80s because we're The 80s host band And Laurent says uh, we need to Change our name because we're going to play more than 80s songs so Jorge, I mean Frenchie came up with the Name of Atomic Experience And Jorge of course did the Logo uh-huh. and, uh, So it was all their ideas uh, for the thing I just right. put it all together basically
2: And now we're the um, house band for this uh bar that actually Adam makes uh, um, the open mics on on Thursdays, right?
1: Yeah, we're the house band for uh the Shindig Bar and Kitchen in Lone Tree, Colorado. I also host the open mic there uh first Thursday of every month. Uh, and uh yeah, so
2: yes. The first time we played, the people were like aligned to get in the bar and and the, oh, the they waitress yeah. they had to call the owners to oh, come. Wow. In. They did not so know. Many, many people came up.
1: They didn't know what hit them. And the the other thing is, is uh, if you come to our show, and we, you know, a lot of the Flash Jam people and bands that we know, if we see you and and you come to our show during our last set, chance we're gonna get up, get you up there and play with us or sing with us or yeah, do that. something with us. And so we integrate other people and bands as well, not just ourselves. Jim Lee is actually in a band called Buckshot Creek that. Tracy, Sweet Tea, she's their lead singer also. So, okay. You know, she does female vocals for them, so we're all, Mashed you know, when we go out, there's six bands and we're all together, yes. and you know, we all go watch each other and support each other and get up on stage with each with each other, and it's amazing. It's amazing.
2: The Parker Car Show coming up, we're gonna be playing He'll at the Parker. That. Yes, you'll ask us that. Mm-hmm.
0: So, Mike, you're awfully quiet through all of this. <laughs>
2: I'm listening in Oh yeah, I agree
5: This this is what's been fun about this Is everybody has had the chance To come together From all sorts of different places And you just meet new people Who can play And they're all kind of chasing The same thing you're chasing Versus Sometimes I, I guess Maybe it's just the age group Trying to find bands to play in Can be kind of complicated sometimes And this has been a great way To find a lot of bands to play in
0: X's and O's with Atomic Experience, Adam Creech and Company, and uh, Flashjam.com and Company, which growing up in St. Louis, the blues is such a strong influence and has been in my whole life. In fact, one of the logos we use on the Music of America podcast is a a band called the Alabama Serenaders from way back in the 30s. Well, right there in the middle of the Alabama Serenaders, this whole sepia colored photo that you'll see on the website, that's my grandfather there with his clarinet pointing straight up to the gods. Well, the Soulard Blues Festival really showcases that deep-rooted blues heritage. It's called the B3 Blues Festival in St. Louis. It's an outdoor concert festival held in historic Soulard Market. While the flavor is local blues artists, the savory tradition and classic blues does and will prevail throughout the day. It's called the Soulard B3, the annual blues festival in historic Soulard Market. Well, while we were on a break... We had another member of the band join us. So, Adam, why don't you introduce us to uh, to Paul?
1: All right, everybody. This is Paul Martineau. Um, he's our lead guitarist, keyboard player.
2: Oldest member. Yeah,
1: oldest member of the band. Uh, I hope you don't kind of a
8: father figure for us, you know?
0: Yeah, Paul, uh, I, I heard you're really old. That's what they were saying about you behind your back. <laughs> now,
8: if If they didn't say that, then they're blind, you know? <laughs> Um, I've been playing my uh, learn guitar in 1964 when the Beatles came out. We're playing Beatles songs, and I uh, I own about 17 guitars now. And I even take uh, Adam will verify this. I've taken a few dumpsters gu- guitars out of dumpsters that Alex Adam has found, and uh, we've repaired them to playable on stage uh, instruments. Wow. So nice. Uh, and and uh, you know I have a, a room in the basement with. Also, it's a recording equipment, so it's kind of a plug-and-play place that the band comes in, and and then we start uh, jamming away and trying to nail down these songs and and tweak them and polish them up. So uh, I guess that's part of my job in the band, you know?
0: You are in Massachusetts at the time of this recording. What's your connection with Colorado? What do you do in Colorado?
8: Are you well, uh, uh, in 1975, I, I moved out of uh, Massachusetts uh And I'm a structural engineer, so I had some work to do up in Craig, Colorado, which is uh, right next to Steamboat. So I was a skier at the time, so I was only going to go out for nine months. And, of course, nine months turned into three years up at Steamboat. And then I, with the company, moved down to Denver. So I've been here ever since in Denver. And Yeah, and I I come out here to the East Coast here where I grew up. The house is still here. My brother lives in it, and we go out and we do beaching and I uh, was on a whale watch the other day saw about a half do- no three dozen sightings of humpbacks wow. and and I got my fill of uh, you know seafood this and that and beaching I'm I'm here now with my grandkids and my daughter and son-in-law and uh taking them around places and and they're having fun you know they've really had no ocean experience so that's what I'm doing that's cool and Laurent,
0: I haven't found your connection to Colorado. So my connection to Colorado,
3: um, my wife, who is American, went to CSU in Colorado, in Fort Collins. Okay. And twenty years ago, her university had an exchange program with mine. Oh. So cool. she came to France, and then we met there. Um, right after we met. It was the end of the year. I had to go and do my exchange in Argentina, in Buenos Aires. Um, And so spent a year in Buenos Aires. And then on the way back, I flew to Denver and then we got married. Then I went back home, finished my, my thesis for my master's. And then after a few months of waiting for the visa, I came back here. And I did April 16th, 2006. And that's how I'm here.
0: What do you do besides hang out with these gentlemen?
3: <laughs> well, I, you know, they have a 15 year old daughter. So a lot of the time is family time. And then, um, you know, my job, I work at a international marketing company Okay. Um, and I do desktop publishing. So, you know, you have a an English brochure for, for your market and you need to have it for France, for Spain. So we have a, a lot of linguists that translate the text and I put everything back together. So that's kind of what I'm doing. Uh, Musically, it's all for Atomic experience.
0: Paul, earlier we were talking with Jim Lee and uh, we're talking about the whole flashjam.com concept and how it affected each of your bandmates. So tell us your flashjam.com experience. Well, it was 20 years
3: later going back to the stage. Um that that was that was crazy. I walked in introduced by Adam, and then it was love at first sight on the concept and and the quality of music that comes out. Um, you get people who walk in the bars and they, they think it's a regular battle of the band. They have no idea that people are playing here, they didn't rehearse, that maybe didn't even know each other. Yeah. And for me it was, you know, I got 20 years of energy back. You know, I was back 20 years ago when I was on stage at 23, something. Um, And and that's something that never would have happened without Flash Jam because, as I said, trying to find musicians when you're not connected is extremely difficult. Trying to book a gig when you're not known is almost impossible.
8: So, how about about you, Paul? Paul,
0: what was your experience with these guys?
8: Lori and I were taking a bike ride, and I got this email from uh, Jim Lee. introducing me to flash jam. I said, boy, what is this? So, um, I got on the internet. I got, I looked and I says, Oh, I can sign up for a few of these songs. I know a lot of them. So, uh, I signed up and I got a call from Mike Sudham there. Who's on this. And then a call from Jim Mann and call from a few others. And we set up for this first flash jam last September, we set up about at least a dozen or more bands or makeup bands flash bands in my studio i'm in my basement and that's where i met adam and mike and and i met everybody there um and i'm still so with Flashham. i still these people that we play with uh every month on Flashham are a lot of them are people that i met in my basement studio when we started to practice all the songs because at that time nobody knew where to go that had any equipment so you could actually rehearse a song and i had it all so we we it was 20 minutes in and 20 minutes and then out the next band 20 minutes in so that's that's where i met everybody right there and it's been great it really is a, a whole new uh musician's family yeah, i mean you're talking you're not just talking a dozen people you're talking two or three dozen uh you know more than that and right. um and we still do, you know, uh, where we feel that it's necessary. Then we go down to the studio and we plug in and then we hash it out so that it it is uh, stage presentable. Um, other songs are basic where you feel that, oh, let's just uh, let's just uh, do a flash jam on the stage without rehearsing. But the difficulty ones that we did, like uh, uh, Hotel California, some big ones like that, that required some rehearsals in my studio. Yeah.
0: Yeah. Now on the horizon, new music. And Steve, you told me you're a, you're the songwriter of this manifestation of musicians called the atomic experience. And Jorge says that uh, you're going to be doing songs in Spanish and French as well as English is. Yeah. Have you written multilingual, multilingual songs before?
4: Um, no, but I'm up for it. <laughs> <laughs> job to turn English into other languages and, and then market it. And um, you can't stop, Jorge. Oh, so, nice. yeah, I think we're going to be great.
2: That's cool. Um, Pimienta. <laughs>
0: <laughs> well, we're, we're almost out of time. So I want to get your last song in here because, uh, uh, Jorge, you said something about the end of the song. The next song that we're going to be playing, was uh, it's born to be wild and it was recorded live at the last flash jam is that correct correct yes what's so important about the ending that we need to be listening to or should we just listen and find out
2: oh no the the ending of um Fortunate
0: it was, son. It was fortunate son. Oh, there. I see. Okay, sorry. I thought it was the end. Yeah. Now, now
1: you all have to go back and listen to fortunate now, son.
0: Again. we got to listen the whole podcast all over again. Yeah. Now. <laughs>
1: right, 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 right. will we'll listen to them all again.
0: Yeah. Let's get this one in before we run out of here. So this is born to be wild with the atomic experience. Be wild. Atomic experience guys this has been a blast and jim this has been absolutely fascinating what you've put together so what i want to do we used to do this thing in this fraternity i was in it was called round the room and we just go around the room and say something because this is the segment of we call shameless self-promotion so this is where you promote anything it's coming up that you're doing or whatever so jim let's just start with you and have you plug flashjam.com tell us how people can get involved and uh, how they can help you grow flashjam.com.
6: Well, we need more musicians. So go to flashjam.com, go to the venues tab and you'll see that's where we're going to be keeping all our venues for season two coming up. And I would just like to invite invite everybody to August 13th at uh, the wide open saloon in Sedalia, Colorado is our finale for season one. And it's going to be a huge party. So come down and play with us and uh, enjoy some flash jam.
0: Cool. Uh, Lorenzo's got nothing coming up that he really wants to promote. Paul, do you have something there that you're working in addition to what you're doing with Atomic Experience?
8: Uh, no, I, I have nothing really to promote right now. I do uh, write my own songs, but they're heavy instrumentals uh, uh, with a lot of synthesizers in it. And uh, you know, One is that I'm really proud of is called The Flight of Bolero. Uh, can it's we got hear a lot that? of changes in it. Oh no right it's it's 15 minutes long and I don't hear have it with me right now. No no not Great. now but
0: can we hear that someplace? Do you have products that we can hear maybe on reverb nation or spotify or something like that? I can
8: I can sir, I I can put it on uh uh Bandmix. Okay. I can certainly put it on Bandmix and I have I have a uh, my website on Bandmix called 10 fingers where I do covers of many songs. Oh
0: okay so 10 fingers on Bandmix. Be good.
8: That's right. And okay. I'll try to put Bolero, uh, fight a Bolero there. I love it. A lot of symphony and a lot of heavy stuff.
0: Fun. Mike, right? you said yeah. you're in another band as well, right?
8: Yeah, I'm playing
5: another band called Littleton Station. Um, yeah, and we've got a gig coming up on the 18th of August at Western Welcome Week in downtown Littleton. We're at an Elks Lodge, and it's a uh, it's a pig roast, and, and then the, the band's playing there. And it's a, it's a... First come, first serve, eat eat the pig until you feel it's gone.
0: Uh, <laughs> that sounds fun. Uh Steve, you're you're gonna be coming back from Hawaii.
4: Yeah, I'd like to yield my time to the gentleman from Oklahoma who knows where atomic experience is gonna be when in the next couple of months. There
0: we go. Uh the gentleman, well, that's that wouldn't be Jorge because Jorge is from
2: Panama, right? He's a hey, Panamaniac.
4: Hey, yes. <laughs>
2: So I, I also have uh, two other bands, uh, one called Liquid Animal that we're going to play in Idaho Springs on August 25th and 26th of this month. Uh-huh. It's in, uh, in the mountains, uh, mm-hmm. awesome 96, 9620 elevation, also with the drummers uh, I met in Flash Jam and the lead guitar, Kurt and the uh, drummer, they're from Flash Jam. So we're just Flash Jamming this event at, at, that, um, at the mountains. I have another band called Soul Over Luna, and yeah. we're playing on September on a state fair. We have played there four times, and we opened for Winger, the band Winger. And uh, this year we're opening for, uh, I don't remember, but it's a famous country guy. Finally, uh, Adam, tell us where Atomic
0: Experience is playing next and shows that are coming up in the future, etc.
1: All right. Um August 12th, we are playing at the uh, Fraternal Order of Eagles uh, in Castle Rock. Um, and that is a benefit concert. Um, and then August 13th, the very next day, we are playing the Flash Jam finale, uh, Season one f- finals. And then August uh, 27th, we may be playing a little Pike's Peak Run. Um, the big one is August 19th. Will be Parker Car Fest, and that's over two hundred classic cars uh, coming together. And uh, three of us are actually in the Parker Cruisers Car Club: Frenchie, Jorge, and I. Uh-huh. And uh, we will be um, we will be providing the entertainment for that event that day.
0: Oh, that's cool! That's uh, really
1: for, cool. From nine a.m. until two p.m., so a uh, big, long five-hour show
0: well guys this has been fun this has been a blast and jim this is really fascinating i want to uh, get with you after the show uh and talk to you about some other ideas or some more promotion thing but uh, as of now it's been fun parker colorado and the atomic experience with adam creech and company up next we visit with a piano man dalton Lafever. will be on hand to talk about dueling pianos, and the role of piano bars. Join us. You've been listening to the Music of America podcast. If you like today's show, please go to the website at www.musicofamericapod.com or our Music of America podcast Facebook page. Like us and follow the show and episodes. We tally the votes of all our shows and the most listened to shows will be rebroadcast on our best of shows at the end of the season. I look forward to having you with us again and listening to the Music of America.